Welcome in this hour of the Bill Michaels Show. And a blustery, kind of flurry-filled day. Lambeau Field, they're telling you, get in by 7 o'clock tonight. They're going to do a special introduction for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers. They have a new light show where they're going to turn out all the lights in the stadium to uh, debut this thing tonight. So the Packers are asking uh, all the ticket holders this evening to get in as quickly as possible, get through the lines, get in, get seated, and enjoy the new light display. The Tennessee Titans come a-calling this evening. Tennessee uh, without a lot of their starters tonight, and it's going to be interesting because the Packers are getting Randall Cobb back, their offensive line relatively healthy, and uh, now they're just trying to put the back to, uh, back-to-back success together uh, for the first time in a long time for this team. To t- uh, talk a little bit more about the Titans side of things, Terry McCormick of uh, TitansInsider.com now joining us at TerryMC13 over on Twitter. Terry, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Uh, there's some excitement. There's a little bit of resuscitation and life in the Green Bay Packers, who we all pretty much thought were dead at this point, but uh, they seem to have a different energy and a pep in the step now. Winning will do that. In the meantime, the Titans come in pretty banged up. So let's start there about who will and will not be playing tonight for the Titans. Yeah, that seems to be par for the course for the Titans over the past couple of years. They have learned to play with uh, lots of guys that uh, they didn't necessarily know who they were and learned to play without guys that uh, they were counting on. So that's kind of old hat to them. The guys who were among the missing tonight, uh, Bud Dupree going to miss his second straight game. And I think he's missed like four games overall, four or five games overall with a hip injury. And then you're talking about Imani Hooker going to miss his third straight game with a uh, shoulder injury. And then now you've got starting center Ben Jones, who's really the glue of that offensive line. He's out with a concussion. And then kicker Randy Bullock will not go. It will be Josh Lambeau, who will be in Lambeau tonight, uh, to kick for the Titans uh, as they go against the Packers. So let's start with this team, defensively speaking, because they're pretty stout against the run. Second in the National Football League, not nearly as good against the pass, but they're good against the run. The Packers trying to run the ball more, trying to establish the run, to have the, the pass play off of the run. Let's talk about that stance first and foremost, defensively speaking, for Tennessee tonight. Yeah, they've been really good against the run. The good news is it looks like they're going to have a chance at least to get Jeffrey Simmons back, and he is the anchor of that defensive line. Uh, Pro bowler, second-team all-pro pick last year. He's a guy that, you know, if you don't know a lot about him because the Titans don't have a real high national profile outside of Derrick Henry, that's a guy who is – probably the second best defensive lineman in the NFL behind Aaron Donald. Uh, He is is that good. He changes the game. A lot of people probably saw that last year in the playoff game against Cincinnati where he had three sacks against Joe Burrow. Uh, They'll have a chance to get him back after sitting him out again in the Denver game because he had a left ankle injury. And then there's another guy who's really coming on in that regard, and that is Tierre Tart former undrafted free agent who is really starting to come into his own at nose tackle. And then you've got Danico Autry, who's been a great free agent find. He, in fact, I believe he leads the team in sacks this year. Uh, he's kind of being a hybrid, playing some on the defensive line uh, in the rundowns and then in the pass downs, he'll slide outside to an outside linebacker spot. With what you saw with Christian Watson and Randall Cobb coming back, I mean, it's not the same prolific attack aerial-wise that the Packers have had in the past, but 
uh, all of a sudden the Packers found themselves a real downfield threat. They've got a comeback guy in Randall Cobb looking like he's going to be coming back. Tell me your thoughts on what you see outside looking in with the Packers in this passing game. Well, it seemed to me, you know, just what little I've seen of the Packers, that Rodgers and the receivers were having a hard time getting on the same page. Uh, It kind of lingered maybe for much longer than people expected. But uh, last week against the Cowboys, it certainly looked like that he and Watson were aligned and on the same page. Three touchdown catches will certainly get your attention. And I think that this Titans secondary, they know they're going to be tested by Aaron Rodgers. They know that, you know, he's still a top-level quarterback in this league despite his struggles this year and despite the Packers' struggles. So, But the, the interesting thing that Mike Vrabel brought, kept bringing up in his press conference was how well they're running the football. So the Titans are going to try to rely on stuff in the run and making the Packers one-dimensional, even though you would think with Rodgers that might be playing into the Packers' strength. And the secondary, you know, they've been beat up a lot. They've had to mix and match. It's going to be interesting to see if they can get their best cornerback, Christian Fulton, back on the field tonight. He was out uh, Sunday with a hamstring injury, but uh, he did do a little bit of practicing this week. So it's going to be a test for this Titans secondary tonight. Now, on the opposite side of the ball, the Packers, defensively speaking, not good against the run. Uh, and without Rashawn Gary in the lineup, they're double. To, many teams are going to begin double-teaming heavily. Kenny Clark up the gut. Quay Walker, the rookie, has not proven to be very good against the run. What are you expecting tonight? I mean, just a ginormous heavy dose uh, of Derrick Henry up the gut? Well, that's what they try to do every week. I mean, they try to get Derrick Henry... 25 touches pretty much every game. Uh, didn't happen last week because the Denver Broncos absolutely sold out, uh, putting eight in the box almost every play to uh, stop Derrick Henry. They held him to 53 yards. But fortunately for the Titans, Ryan Tannehill returned, and they were able to make enough passing game plays to, to win the football game, even though it wasn't very pretty. It was 17-10. to 10. I think, you know, for the Titans, yes, they want to run Derrick Henry as much. That's going to be a little harder job with Ben Jones out tonight. They'll be going with a backup center in Corey Levin. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if they can if they continue to just, you know, do the same things that they can do without the guy who kind of holds it together and makes the line calls there in their center, Ben Jones. The other thing is the Titans are maybe starting to get a little bit better in the passing game. Now, it's certainly – you know, a long way from being what you'd call good. They're ranked last in the league, I believe, in uh, passing yards. But they're getting a couple of rookies. Uh, Traylon Burks is back off injured reserve. I think he's going to give them a shot in the arm. Uh, He played Sunday, had a couple of catches, showed a little bit of uh, yards after the catch ability, which is something they have sorely lacked this year uh, since the trade of A.J. Brown. And then You've got uh, Chiga Conquo, who is a rookie tight end. He's averaging 20 yards a catch, but he only has seven catches. He's a guy that they really need to get involved for. The problem is the reason he's not had a lot of reps and a lot of targets is simply this. they have Because they lost Taylor Lewan early in the season at left tackle and because the offensive line is not great, even though you think of Derrick Henry and them run blocking and doing all that, this is a very mediocre offensive line overall. Uh, so that means they're having to keep tight ends in more. So that means that the blocking tight ends, guys like Jeff Swain and Kevin Rader, are actually getting 
snaps that normally you would want to go to a guy like Chigakonkwo, who's a better weapon in the pass game. Does the weather affect this team much, do you think? Uh, you know, obviously the Packers live in it. They play in it. It's now going to be like 28 degrees at game time. There's going to be some snow flurries, some wind. How much do you think that affects this Tennessee Titans team coming into Lambeau Field? I don't think it will affect them a whole lot. It's been really cold. It was cold Sunday when they hosted the Denver Broncos. The temperature was in the low 40s. The temperature has been kind of hovering in the the 30s and 40s most of the week. Uh for about the past five days. So, if anything, that's probably a little bit of a blessing to allow them to practice out in the elements and get acclimated. Now, there's not five inches of snow on the ground here, so that could be a factor if it's, if there's a little bit more snow dumped during the game. But uh, overall, I don't I don't think that that's going to affect the Titans a whole lot. Mike Vrabel is, is a type of coach that he, he won't stand for excuses like weather and things like that because he's, he's just going to tell you, both teams are going to play in it. It's our job to, you know, to find a way to get things done. Uh, Aaron Rodgers t- said that he talks to Vrabel during the season, and, and they share a lot, good friends. Uh, did Vrabel expound upon that at all down there in Tennessee? Not at all. That's that's news to me. I mean, you know, Mike doesn't reveal a whole lot in terms of who he communicates with, who he talks with. The only guy who was asked about Aaron Rodgers uh, in terms of you know, if he has a friendship with him, Ryan Tannehill was asked that. He said he knows Rodgers a little bit, but they're, you know, not particularly close. Said, you know, that the dealings he's had with him have been pleasant. But, uh, no, I, I was unaware that uh, there was a connection between Vrabel and Aaron Rodgers at all. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers said he really likes Vrabel, likes his, uh, you know, aggressiveness and such, and had a lot of high praise for him. Speaking of Tannehill, uh, so if this game – if the, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I do believe didn't uh, didn't Aaron Rodgers maybe buy a house down here in this area and lives lives here some some in the off season that may be that may be where their friendship struck up. I, I no know idea. he he he's an aspiring guitarist and uh, who knows if he's singing country songs now under an assumed name on on the street down there. <laughs> Broadway, I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Ryan Tannehill, if this game comes comes down to a last drive, uh, is Tannehill the guy to be able to get this team up and down the field and pick up say eighty or something yards in a quick drive downfield? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they were able to do that at uh, the end of the first half against Denver because the offense had just been kind of lethargic up to that point. But they went no huddle, got in the two-minute, went 75 yards and got a touchdown before the half ended to uh, kind of get themselves back in that game against the Broncos. You know, if you check Tannehill's numbers, I think he has maybe as many or more fourth-quarter comebacks as any quarterback in the league over the last three or four seasons since he's gotten here to the Titans. So that's something that he's shown a knack for being able to do, uh, even though you know you don't, he's not the first guy you think of when you think of fourth-quarter comebacks you know, in the, in the vein of a, a Tom Brady or, or, somebody, or Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that. Tannehill's had his share of those. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, you just had a chance to see Russell Wilson play, and, and completely off topic, but how bad is it with what Denver's offering right now? That offense just looks terrible. Yeah, it, it was bad. I mean, it was one of those deals where, you know, when Russell Wilson was in Seattle, it seemed like that, you know, the play action, the intermediate pass was a big part of his success and what he was able to do. Now, he, he could take the deep shots, but – he came out on Sunday and was just throwing 
every pass was a deep shot or, you know, 20 yards or more, it seemed like. And you're wondering, where's the short and intermediate passing game that moves the chains? And it wasn't there. Uh, it's interesting, you know, how that, uh, you know, they went about trying to play that game because, uh, you know, the Broncos offensive line, it's a mess. Uh, they've had a lot of injuries, and you would think that if your offensive line is struggling it to hold up in pass protection, you wouldn't want to take a lot of seven-step drops because he got sacked six times. So mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know what's going on there, but it, it just seems like that something is completely out of sync. I don't know if it's the offensive scheme that uh, you guys know Nathaniel Hackett well and, and what he's tried to bring in there, or if it's Russell Wilson is not a fit for that. I, I don't know what it is, but – looked completely out of rhythm uh before i let you go so tonight it's a must win for the packers i mean i think it's playoff week every week now in green bay for tennessee they want to stay on top of the division even though that division is not real strong who wins tonight and why that's a good question the titans have never had a whole lot of luck up in green bay there was a 55 to 7 beat down they took up there a few years ago and then even the last time they were there, it was a snow game, and they got embarrassed on a Sunday night. In fact, the last time that the I remember the Titans winning in Green Bay was a Monday night when Brett Favre was still the quarterback, and Lamont Thompson intercepted him twice and also recovered a fumble. So based on what's happened in recent years, I think the Packers win a close one. Good stuff, uh, Terry. I appreciate it, as always, and we will talk again soon, okay? All right, thanks. Thanks, pal. There you go. Terry McCormick, at TerryMC13 over on Twitter. He's uh, part of the Tennessee Titans uh, coverage, and tennis, uh, it's TitansInsider.com. TitansInsider.com is where you can read all of his stuff. Thanks to him for joining us for a couple of minutes. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee, reminding you that tonight... Early happy hour, and then they have the game on this evening, all the way up until the very end. And then afterwards, on your way home, you can listen to the postgame show, the Green and Gold postgame show on many of these same stations. And if you can't get it, download the app. Go to WOZN, The Zone, out of Madison. Download it. Uh, go right now to your store on your mobile device, uh, over on your computer. You can find us at thebillmichaels.com, but download it. The Zone Madison, WOZN, The Zone Madison. Download the app. Take a listen tonight. we got it all going on. But Sunset Grill open tonight, and they're going to do some happy hour uh, specials. And then after that, it's Packers and Titans football on the TVs everywhere inside that place, right on Pewaukee Lake. Sunset Grill, great place to go. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you are looking for a terrific weekend getaway, winter wonderland, I know it's snowing up north. Uh, They're getting some pack in, and they're going to be opening the snowmobile trails eventually here. Great place to go. That's Four Seasons Island Resort uh, up in Pembine, Wisconsin. It's a beautiful place. A lot of history there. Uh, That's, you know, we've talked about it time and again. It's got the, I hate to say the romance of the mob, but it does. Uh, it's on the it's on the tour for haunted places and all that kind of stuff, but uh, more so than anything, it's uh, it's just got a lot of old school charm 
Really cool place, beautiful place. Uh, the golf course is closed, but the snowmobile trails are going to be opening up. The Boundary Waters uh, Bar and Grill, always a fun place to go downstairs. Upstairs in the Diamond Room, great dining. They have the lounge upstairs, do a little wine tasting, some cheese tasting and such. But just a great escape on the island, on the uh, the island up there on the Scano River over that old historic bridge. Give them a call. Uh, it's 715-324-5800, 715-324-5800. As a matter of fact, I think it's uh, the week before Christmas. They're having a great big ugly sweater party in the bar up there. So if you want to head up there and be a part of the fun, uh, get a hold of uh, Barb now. B-A-R-B, Barb at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. That is Barb, B-A-R-B at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. And uh, they get you a room rate. And if you tell them you heard it here, and you got to do it, it saves you money. Tell them you heard it on the program, and uh, they'll give you 15% off the room right up front. And in addition to some other cool stuff. So get a hold of Barb or call them direct, 715-324-5800. 715-324-5800. Get a hold of our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Uh, out in Vegas, quarterback Derek Carr and Devontae Adams were relieved when the team owner of the uh, Raiders, Mark Davis, gave his support to Josh McDaniels. He said Rome wasn't built in a day. Carr said uh, it allowed the players to exhale a little bit. Uh, He said it really did. Just being here for nine years and everything that we've all seen and been through and some tragedies and all that stuff, right? I'm so happy to hear that Mr. Davis feels the same way. I'm so happy that he loves Josh. He loves the first-year general manager, David Ziegler. He believes in both of them. Carr was getting emotional at the postgame podium, don't forget, this past weekend when he was talking about some of the players that just weren't buying in in the locker room. Uh, Carr said that it uh, gave us a breath uh, uh, like yes. And he said, let's go out, let's win these games, let's go out and try to do all the things, of course, but let's just go play better football. It kind of let us know the process. uh, You trust the process. There's a process, and we do have time. Uh, during this season that we know who our leader is. Uh, so Derek Carr, Devontae Adams saying the same thing, that they, you know, believe in Josh McDaniels. Uh, ben, were you surprised when that came out yesterday? Yeah, a bit. I, I'm i not surprised they said it because I don't know what else I guess they would have said. I'm surprised at the organization supporting him. I I mean, the results are the results. It's a cluster in Vegas. For a team that played so well last year through so much adversity, losing Gruden the way they lost Gruden, and then Basaccia kind of rallying the troops and making them a playoff team. You know, ultimately they got beat uh, in a close one in Cincinnati, but, you know, rallying them and, and putting them kind of on the map. And, and they thought, okay, here we go. And then you bring in Devontae Adams and you're thinking – this is awesome. We the, the final piece is now in place. We can get downfield with Jamar Chase just like we could because we couldn't against Cincinnati in that game, in that playoff game. Now we've got the guy to go do it. And you thought, okay, they're just ready to head to the stratosphere. And, it just, man, they just they look terrible. They absolutely look terrible. And then after losing to, to Indianapolis, to the Colts, and Jeff Saturday picking up his first win, and, and there was a lot of turmoil, we thought, because of McDaniel. And then to hear guys say, no, no, he's great. I, I'm I'm a little shocked by that, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the roster's in tough shape, though, right? Yeah. They had, because the whole Gruden-Mayock regime, 
they've pretty much purged the roster of all those top draft picks. So they have two, three years of first-round picks, second-round picks that aren't even on the team anymore. Yeah, it's... um... Yeah, it's, it's not a great football team, but, boy, they really thought that they'd be a lot better than this. And McDaniel, he just, he, he's never been able to be, at, I mean, at least to people that have seen him as a head coach. Now, maybe their tunes change if he ends up getting fired after next season, but um, Carr seems to think it's the guys in the locker room. And if it's the guys in the locker room, then as a leader between him and Devontae, why aren't these guys taking ownership of that rather than you know i mean most writers if you look at the coverage out in vegas most people believe i mean mcdaniels is a train wreck as a head coach so i i i just find it interesting that car says no it's not the head coach it's the guys in the locker room it's uh, it's all those guys there and it was just a big article about it in espn i was reading and uh, they had it out there in the uh, Las Vegas newspaper as well. Uh, 877-867-1670 if you want to find us too. So, hey, uh, start getting your fantasy football questions in now. Coming up after the top of the hour, Charge is going to join us. We'll get back into some fantasy football as uh, we're beyond the midway point of the fantasy season now. So you're heading down the stretch. A lot of teams jockeying for postseason positions. So if you need some help, get us your questions. We'll try to get all the questions we possibly can in today as uh, Paul Charchian going to join us coming up here in about 35 minutes from right now. Doggo says, uh, the thumb for Aaron Rodgers seems to be fine. Why do people keep making it an issue? Well, I, 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 people aren't making it an issue. He just gets asked about it. It was a legitimate issue. It, it was a legitimate question. Even Rodgers expounded upon it uh, the other day at the presser on Tuesday and said, look, it, he needs the week off. You know, he's just trying to get through to the uh, to the bye week to, to get some additional time without having that thing re-injured. He said every now and then under center, he'll take a couple of really hard snaps, and it you know it hurts it a bit, which you would expect. But I, I And maybe that was part of the reason he wasn't under center as much, which you can somewhat understand. But it, it's it's a legitimate question. I don't, I don't think just because it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, you, you're like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Well, talking about it doesn't make it just go away. You know, so that's why it's just a, it's a question and you move on. I think you just have to. Um, Wisco family says the Packers seem rejuvenated. Same with the fans. It was fun to watch uh, when they ran the ball and stuck with that offense. Everybody, including Green Bay, knows the formula to win. The sad part is that everybody wonders if they're going to choose to do what works or if they choose to revert back to their old ways. Um, the fact that you have got. In the last minute of that game, Aaron Rodgers coming off the field and kind of yelling at Matt LaFleur with the personnel package and the play call, wanting to run the ball the way they were with the play action as opposed to the RPO stuff. Um, I think even the quarterback is bought in. You know, you can take the ball out of the hands of the reigning MVP if the run is working. And you can set up the downfield pass if the run is working. And, you know, I said yesterday, I think as long as, you know, Rodgers, look, as long as they're winning, you got a few good highlights, you hit a couple of big passes, and you run the ball, and you grind out wins, I don't think he cares. 
I don't think he's that kind of a diva to say, nope, regardless of win or lose, I'm throwing the football. It's not like Russell Wilson. We just heard Terry McCormick with the Titans say, no, it's odd because the intermediate passing game is completely gone from the Denver Broncos. It's not like Russell Wilson where everything's downfield trying to prove himself every 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 pass play. That's not it. Rodgers, this year more than any, has taken checkdowns in the intermediate pass. And even the short pass, for that matter. Where the downfield shots have pretty much, they've done it just to do it, but they have not been nearly as successful until this past week. So, no, I don't, I don't, I, I would not say that they're going to revert back to what it is they've done in the past because, let's be honest, it hasn't worked. Why would you do it? You can take a shot here or there, but why would you do it? The only thing I can see them doing is throwing the ball more in this game tonight because two reasons. One is maybe you got a little more confidence, Christian Watson, a little more you're obviously getting your safety net and Randall Cobb back, and Cobb was pretty good at finding the seam before he went down with the injury and the intermediate seam. But also, Tennessee's really staunch against the run. And if you can't run the football, you're going to have to throw the football to win tonight. Simple as that. 877-867-1670. Phone lines wide open. Give us a shout. Is this a must-win game? Got a lot of reaction via email coming up as well. We'll get into that. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. And now is the time to buy. When all that inventory is sitting on the lot, and they're just kind of sitting in the offices. It's cold. And you're thinking, man, come next year. I want to get out. I want to do some things. I want to see America. I want to see the state of Wisconsin. I want to do it in style. By all means. Get a hold of our buddy Scott down at Elkhorn or any one of the Cunis RV locations all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, see what it is we've already known. What a great place it is and great people they are to deal with. CunisRV.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. But uh, you could be thinking about riding. We're, we're always, anybody that rides a motorcycle, especially Harley-Davidson, you're always in a riding state of mind. Or maybe you want to be in that state of mind. Check out our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to wishd.com. That's wishda.com out in Oconomowoc, right there between uh, Milwaukee and Madison on Highway 67, just south of 94. You can't miss it, right behind the Dockhounds' new stadium. But if you're looking for Christmas gifts, if you're looking for leathers, if you're looking for knickknacks for the house and things, they got it all out there. And service department as well. If you're going to get your bike worked on it, you may want to just take it out there and let them work on it during the uh, the winter months when you don't have to worry about having it down during the riding season. So uh, give them a shout. Go to wishd.com. That's wishd.com for all that Wisconsin Harley-Davidson has to offer. That's wishd.com. Go and say hi. to Give, give my buddy uh, Craig out there, the GM. Go out there and say, hey, Craig, I got any good whiskeys out there. Speaking of whiskeys and, and good beers, he's always got something in his office, man. There's always something good out there that he's got hanging around the office. So I, I got to go out. As a matter of fact, I'm heading out there today. I had ordered uh, some shoes, uh, not for myself, but for Kristen, and uh, they came in. So I'm going to go out there and pick those up today. So stop into Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to wishd.com. 
That's WISHD.com. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Phone lines open. Let's go to Greg listening to us in Minnesota. Greg, how you doing, man? What's going on? Yeah, hi, this is Greg. Uh, I'm heading to the Packer game. The weather's not real good, but um, yeah, I was, I've was i been thinking this for quite a while. To get Rodgers under center, our, our line's not as good blocking for the pass. It's, it's going to take them, you know, from take, uh, teeing off on us. you got to respect that run. We've got two great backs. They're good, they're good receivers, so you still have two receivers for swing passes or outlets. And I think should have kept the guy we just released and put in a wishbone last year with Devontae out wide, and this year we could maybe put uh, Watson out there. Uh, that would be really uh, an innovative new thing and just practice it but use it in the playoffs if you make it there. Interesting. I have not seen a wishbone. I can't remember the last time I saw a wishbone run in the NFL. Holy mackerel, that's a, that's a blast from the past. Now, I've seen the inverted wishbone in high school, but I haven't seen the wishbone run in uh, in the NFL in a long time. Uh, the the fear was if you got if you would have kept Kylan Hill to do it, because uh, I assume you're not talking about Amari Rogers, but you're talking about right, Kylan right. Hill. Uh, they, I'll tell you this though, they like Patrick Taylor better than Kylan Hill, which is another reason it was so easy to let him go. They Patrick Taylor would be the guy. He actually had a decent training camp. Uh, Patrick Taylor did, so I, I would not, you know, mistrust Patrick Taylor to be able to run the football if necessary. But he's nowhere near as dynamic as what they have. But yeah, it's something different. I tell you that. Well, I played against uh, I played for UWSB against River Falls, and, and man, did I get beat up. Uh, playing as a cornerback or strong safety. <laughs> but it'd be really interesting to see an NFL reemerge that because yeah. nobody would expect it, I wouldn't think. Nope, you're right about that. Hey, let me ask you this. What is uh, coming from Minnesota? What part of Minnesota do you live in? Uh, Rochester, Minnesota. What is the uh, what is the what is the thought right now, the excitement for Minnesota Vikings football in the in that state? Uh they're extremely cautious because they've been burned so many times. So the, I think they're excited, but they're not saying, saying as much as they have in the past. Okay. I think they think it's possible. Okay. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. He, he, there you go. That's our buddy Greg driving from Rochester, Minnesota, through the weather to come and see the Packer game tonight. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, Rochester, I know exactly where it's at, only for the fact that I passed through it when heading out to Sturgis, and uh, remember the story when we were going to Sturgis, not this year, but last year, when uh, we were, you know, four or five hours into our trip, and Kristen looks at me and says, hey, what'd you do with my computer? And I looked at her and said, I never packed it. I thought you did. And, yeah, we had to turn around in Rochester, Minnesota. So you got to come back. We were, you're five hours into the trip. You're thinking, boy, I'm just short of being halfway there. But she works for a bank. You can't just use any computer, and you can't tell somebody, hey, give that thing to FedEx and send it on out because it's got everybody's information on it. So it's kind of like, eh, got to go back and get it. But I know Rochester, Minnesota well. That is that that is that point. And by the way, Rochester is one of the last stops for a quick trip. So I always know when I get to Rochester, man, I don't have many quick trips left. So I got to get to a got to get to a quick trip in the Rochester area before I run out of them heading into South Dakota. No Rochester well. 877-867-1670. This one, uh, phone lines are open. This one is from Bill. Bill says, uh, hey, Unit, I think the key to the game tonight is going to be using Corey Dillon. Why do people say Corey Dillon? Do they think, do they just keep thinking of Corey Dillon from years gone by? Ben, do you ever find yourself saying that? I will every now and then, but he's got down, I think, his use of Corey Dillon. 
I wanted to bring that up because he's not the first person to do that. I do not say that. I don't. I find, I do it every now and then only because it was from years gone by, and he actually won a, a championship with the uh, with the New England Patriots. But people write that down every now and then. I'm thinking, Corey Dillon, is there something I'm missing? Is there a different Dillon? I, I think he's meaning A.J. Dillon, obviously. Uh, he says, he's a plotter. You need a plotter in cold weather. He's a pounder. That makes guys feel that pain a little bit more in this type of weather. Tennessee will feel it tonight. Bill, I don't think so. You stick with what gets you there. As much as I like your thinking, and I, I, I think you're hoping for this, this t- as you heard Terry McCormick earlier say, look, it's been cold in Tennessee. The cold weather has dipped way down throughout the United States. It's not like it's just cold here and everywhere else it's warm. Uh, nay, nay. It's been cold uh, way south. So, first of all, they are used to it by now. Secondly, uh, no, you stick with what, what gets you there, and that is using Aaron Jones. You, you know, you're going to run Aaron Jones as much as you possibly can, and then after that, you know, you want to try to work your – what you wanted, and this is this is not this is not rocket science going into tonight. We have talked about it in a in a three game in a three day turnaround. We have talked about it ad nauseum. You got to run the ball. You got to go with play action. Stop with the RPOs. More often than not, you want Aaron under center for two reasons. One, you have your running backs running downhill, and secondly, because Rodgers is so good at play action and so good at a play fake. As much as we talk about his ability to throw the football and where he can put it and pinpoint accuracy and all that kind of other stuff, he when he sells it, he sells it, sells it, freezes defenses. So good at it. You don't want to take that aspect out of the offense now that you've had a chance to witness it and what it can possibly do. So you're going to continue to do it tonight. you got to keep doing it tonight because if you're going to have success you, by the fourth quarter, you want to do anything and everything you can to wear down with the offensive line that you have that's now intact and has a couple of games under their belt, you want to be able to say, guys, now that you're feeling it, we're going to start riding you a little bit more. Get into that fourth quarter, grind them down a little bit, keep it close. Hopefully you're up by a couple of scores, but keep it close and then let your defense do its work. But I'm anxious to see tonight how good Randall Cobb coming back is going to be because Randall Cobb was was having a season when he ended up going down with the injury. Um, this is Steve who says, don't forget Rochester, Minnesota, known for the Mayo. I, I do know that. I do know that you are true. You are true. Uh, I used the Mayo clinic one time, so I'm all over it. I'm right there with you. Um, what else do we have for you? Uh, got a lot of people coming in today via email too. I love it when we get a lot of emails. Uh, this is from, uh, who's this from? This is from Elmer. Elmer says, uh, hey, unit, as a Bears fan down here, can't wait for the Packers to come to town in a few weeks. Are you doing your show over at the Sheridan Hotel? We are. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. For those that are heading to Chicago, by the way. Now, I didn't want to talk about this until later, but, yes, everything's confirmed. We are going to be at the Shy Bar in the Sheridan Riverwalk again this year. We are back on the road Looking forward to it. Going to be at the game. Mike Clements, alive from inside Soldier Field. I'll be doing the shy bar. So if you're a Packers fan, think about going to Chicago. Maybe you go down night before, do a little Christmas Kringle down there in that little square, have a good time. Maybe we'll stop over to the House of Blues, something like that. And afterwards, get back to the hotel, a little cocktail soiree, and then bam, over to, land, or over to uh, Soldier Field that morning. And then back, we hopefully talk about a Packers win. 
But, yes, we're going. So, Elmer, thank you very much. He says uh, the key to victory tonight for the Tennessee Titans is to run it right down the throat of the Green Bay Packers. Packers can't stop the run. It's kind of pathetic. I wonder what Justin Fields is going to do to them come December 4th. Um, Well, didn't the Packers beat the Bears pretty handily earlier this season? Correct me if I'm wrong, Elmer. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can you bring in a little smack on me. I, th- I think it's backhanded right now. But I think you're feeling your oats a little bit because the, the Bears are starting to score. But they're also giving up a lot of points. Their defense sucks. Okay? So you can run a little smack. Justin Fields, they contain. Correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't do a bad job at with it in the first meeting between these two teams. So, but already getting a little smack talk from, you know, and, and I expect this. Because Bears fans, Lions fans, Vikings fans have been waiting a long time to see the Packers falter and stumble, and stumble badly, and they have this season. So I give it to you. You know, when Vikings fans bring it to me, hey, you haven't won anything yet, but I give you kudos because you're playing good football and you're winning good football. That win in, in Buffalo, I'll give you all the credit in the world. I'll keep it real. Bears fans, eh. I think you found a quarterback. He's certainly better than what you've had in the most recent past. That's, well, really, maybe in any past. But he's better than what you've had. But you haven't compiled in a complete team yet. So don't get out over your skis. You've got hope on the horizon, but you people have been giddy over some losses. This, this team looks good. This, this is looking a lot better. Uh, did we get beat? Yeah, we got beat. We've lost two or three in a row, but this team's looking better. This is... That's how bad you've been, that you are giddy over impressive losses. So don't get crazy on me. Just hang in there. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers host the Tennessee Titans tonight at 7-15. Coverage on Amazon Prime TV. At halftime, Packers Hall of Famer Leroy Butler's name will be added to the Lambeau Field Ring of Excellence in the southeast corner inside the stadium, right next to Charles Woodson's name. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur asked how he felt Rudy Ford did at safety Sunday night against the Cowboys. You could really feel his speed and physicality out on the field. Uh, There were a couple open field tackles he made that I thought were pretty impressive. To be able to trigger on those two picks, especially the one in the red zone after turning the ball over, that was one of the pivotal plays in the game that gave us an opportunity to kind of stay in the game, and we converted both those into points. LaFleur goes against his former boss tonight, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel. LaFleur was Tennessee's offensive coordinator and play caller for one season before being hired by Green Bay. Vrabel asked what he expects from the Packers' offensive game plan tonight. Well, we'll have to be prepared for whatever it may be. I mean, I think that we still have to go out and, and tackle you know we've got to avoid the biggest thing is is not putting ourselves in position to have one-on-one tackles with with jones or dylan the Packers' sammy watkins says he's learned the importance of blocking downfield as a receiver running around is easy catching the ball is easy but you have to have a different mindset to go in there and crack a safety that's that knows you're coming down i think that's the part about being a wire receiver and a, a complete player is blocking game time forecast tonight mostly cloudy windy chances some flurries temperatures in the mid-20s titans quarterback ryan Tannehill on how to deal with the cold oh uh, hand muffs <laughs> nothing uh, nothing too crazy 
crazy. I don't have any uh, special tricks or anything like that. I've only been up there a couple times, so every time you get up there, you want to take advantage of the opportunity. It's a special place. You, you kind of feel it driving up to the stadium. Definitely one of my favorite places to play. That's Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. over there at Quick Trip, a proud supporter of Packers football. And tonight, one lucky person from Quick Trip uh, who uses the Quick Rewards card is going to be chosen for the opening drive contest. And you can, too, get registered. All you got to do is stop in a Quick Trip, get some gas, punch in your Quick Rewards card number, and you are automatically registered. And if your name is chosen, you get 10 bucks for every yard garnered on the Packers' opening drive. Not a bad way to go. You get gift cards. So take that in a heartbeat. Heck, yeah. Today's day and age, I saw gas came down a little bit, but still, over three bucks a gallon. Take the free gas, free gas, love it, and get everything you need. If you're heading up uh, to Lambeau Field tonight, maybe you need some tailgate supplies. Stop into the beer cave. Maybe if you're going to do some brats, hot dogs, things like that, on one of the uh, the grills, one of the small grills you're going to bring. By all means, stop into Quick Trip. They got it. They got everything you need, even the condiments, the breads, the buns, all that stuff. Uh, check out our friends at Quick Trip. Coming up here after the top of the hour, we have got uh, Paul Charchi going to be joining us. For those uh, that have fantasy football questions, get them in and get them in now. I'm going to try to get to all of them today. Uh, I had a few of them last week, and I wasn't here, and I apologize. But how did it go last week, by the way, with Charch, uh, Ben? Uh, it was good. We talked about your choke job in the guillotine league. It was terrible. It was terrible. I uh, Did you play the I don't really care anymore uh, drop? Yeah. Out? Okay. After we talked about it. <laughs> I kind of figured you might. But, uh, yeah, so I, this is the first time I've had a chance to talk to him since. I was going to call him and ask for some advice, and then I just I didn't get around to it. I got real busy, and then I ended up getting sick, and it was just it was, it was a bad, bad play. So I got, I got beat. I didn't get beat, too. When I, it wasn't like I went out by a point or two where you went, oh, God, you know. I went out by just getting drubbed. I got beat like by 20 points. It wasn't even close. I really don't so, care. Yeah, I thought so. So when I bowed out, I, I bowed out with a thud, unfortunately. So anyway, um, that being said, uh, we got fantasy football questions coming up here after the top of the hour. So hang around for that. Uh, we got also coming up in the next hour, the bottom of the next hour, we're going to give our picks against the spread. Who is, uh, am I still, how did I do last week? Because I I think I picked the winners, but I don't pick. I didn't pick the winners against the spread. Correct me if I'm wrong. You went one and two, 16 and I 14 thought. on the season. That's what I thought. Which is respectable. Uh, every game and every winner I picked won, but I did not beat the spread in those games. Yeah. You Correct? Know, rotten. Yeah. Uh, water's going to find its level here. I, I expect yeah. some, some regression to the, yeah. to the bad side. Yep, well, it went to the bad side last week, no doubt. I was I was so close because I uh, almost had the Vikings game. What was the other two games I picked? But I remember uh, was the Packers. The game? No, it wasn't. Or you I picked, picked the, the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys to win, so I was wrong there. But I can't remember what were the other games I picked. The Seahawks over the Buccaneers, they lost. Yeah, that was that one. They they lost that game. 
And the um, Giants, you got the Giants over the Texans. I had the Giants over the Texans, but the Giants didn't didn't cover the spread. So I, that I remember because the Giants were, I think, a point away from covering the spread. So uh, better luck this week. I got three picks, sure to go wrong, coming up here at the bottom of the next hour. So I look forward to that. I'm sure you will, too. This portion of the program brought to you by Stenny's. As a matter of fact, coming up here in about a month, we're going to be at Stenny's for a Wednesday night huddle. Looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, Stenny's second at National Walker's Point. I know they were packed last night, people down there for the Bucks game. Yes, I'm getting a lot of people that are asking, is Stenny's going to be open for the World Cup? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the pre, preeminent sports bar in Milwaukee. You better, better believe they're going to be open. A lot of people gearing up for the World Cup. They'll be open, but uh, they'll be there for all your shuttle needs. They're going to be running shuttles up to the game tonight, as a matter of fact. Running shuttles tonight. And if you need tickets, they put they put you on the bus, give you a ticket, get you food, get you some beverages, all for one low price, transportation up and back. Good stuff from our friends at Stenny's. Second to National, Walker's Point. When we come back, Paul Jarchian, the church is going to be here. And I'll take a little ribbing, and then we'll move on. Get your fantasy football questions into us right now, and we'll be sure to ask them coming up here in a few. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show. Two hours down, two to go. Coming up next. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.